Hello, and welcome to My Shot of Life with your co-hosts, Stephen and Victor. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the idea of guilty pleasures, and all while sipping on some of Blanton's Special Reserve. So, not to be confused with the Blanton's original single barrel barrel that we've had a few episodes ago, this is the Special Reserve, Green Label. Uh, Later on, we will be presenting our recurring segment, Toilet Talk, where this week we'll be discussing toilet seats. And to wrap things up with the episode, we'll recap our thoughts, what we thought about the bourbon of the week. Cheers. Cheers. So right off the bat, Vic, what do you think is different about this that's different from the original? I think comparatively, you can kind of taste a little bit of a difference, the the sweetness uh, of the special okay. reserve. I think there's a little bit more of it. Kind of hits the back of your tongue, uh, a little less bitter. I did feel whenever you were swallowing it, it would kind of, the flavor would hit you at the very end of it, as opposed to what the original was. Yeah, it doesn't quite punch you in the mouth. And the, the alcohol content in this is a little bit less as well than the right. standard. And I'm wondering blend. if they just put a little bit more sugar in it or make it sweet. Yeah, make it good and sweet. So, guilty pleasures. I have them, you have them. I'm pretty sure most people have them whether they admit that or not. But uh to me, a guilty pleasure would be something that you enjoy that if someone else knew about it, you may be embarrassed about. Potentially. Our friends over at Merriam-Webster, shout out to my my high school paper that I used, Merriam-Webster. Maybe. College. Remember to cite your sources. Term paper. <laughs> Always cite your sources. Merriam-Webster defines a guilty pleasure as something pleasurable that induces a usually minor feeling of guilt. Do you feel guilty whenever you do these guilty pleasure things? Uh, I, it really depends. And, and I... I I mean, I agree that that is what the definition is, and at least that's how I've always interpreted it. I feel like there's some things that I like that I might not feel that guilty about, but if I were to really sit down and think about it, or if a lot of people were to pick on me about it, it would definitely make me insecure. So that might, you know, I think that comes with it. Yeah, right. That would have to group together. Yeah. So I think starting with something loose and lighthearted, you know, let's talk about food. Everyone's guilty pleasure. Yeah. It may not even be guilty, it may just be pleasure. But, I mean, for me, sometimes taking it to the extreme with my favorite food group, cereal. And you're such a fitness person that I think whenever you... It makes it a little bit worse on you whenever you eat something inappropriate or someone sees you eating something that would be deemed inappropriate for your diet or what they're expected, or their, ex, their expectations for you to be. Yeah. Um, and so when they see you dr- eating that or drinking that, they're like, oh, well... Why is he doing that? I thought he was like in shape. He must be slacking off. Or is he allowed to do that? Does that mean I can do it? My love of cereal trumps my desire for a hard body. I mean, I'm going to work on it, and I'm going to go to the gym in order to eat as much cereal as my heart desires. So are you and CC Sabathia pretty good friends? Because from Um, what I hear, he used to eat a whole box of cereal no. every day during the off season no but only specifically because i believe he was a captain crunch or cap he was a captain, captain crunch guy cap- yeah captain captain crunch captain captain crunch captain crunch and uh that's not really my cup of tea i like the old school classics blueberry morning by post get out of town those clusters and the dehydrated blueberries oh good gracious i'm just drooling thinking about it right now and you like those mini toast, uh, 
what was the one that you they're you called tiny toast tiny toast Steven? that seems to be the same way they, they came synonymous? in a variety of tiny flavors miniature. too variety apple cinnamon they had blueberry strawberry i would buy them box fulls and i've even had like competitions with myself embarrassingly mm. enough where <laughs> I, uh, I believe i did this with the girl scout cookies thin mints cereal i uh, ate the entire box gross. in one sitting i remember buying a box of those they were on sale at the clearance aisle so it was like half off and it was super like hard where it had been aged <laughs> To and perfection. I was, yeah, well, no, it was very, <laughs> the very opposite of that, but I was very upset with the taste of it. So you're a big cereal guy, and I've seen you snack around cereal in the house. For myself, I would have to say pizza is a very big weakness. I don't know if it's much of a guilty pleasure because it, it just tastes so good, and I think everyone loves pizza, but... Everybody will give you a pass for that. Right, but I'm I'm thinking along the lines of if you're working out and someone sees you eating pizza, they're like, well, this guy's just going to be a fatty today, I guess. So Cheat in that. that sense, you know, that's a little bit guilty. Uh, uh, my other one would be, man. Protein bars? I think you oh, mentioned earlier you were yeah. talking about protein oh my bars, God. protein I'm glad cookies. you brought that up because I am a sucker for protein bars. Because I, I use it as an example, or not an example, but a excuse, rather, to not work out that day. Which makes no sense because it should supplement your workout. You're getting protein in your body. You're going to go work out. It helps your pump a little bit, I guess. I don't know. Or it's usually a, a good fuel in the system. It's a good fuel before you work out or after you work out just to recover your body. But whenever you're eating it, you're like, man, I'm getting some protein in my system. I'm doing my body good today. I'm not looking at the carbs or the fat or the sugar. So who cares? But I'm getting that protein. And that's all you see. You see it on the label. Protein, 16 grams of protein, 28 grams of protein. You're like, damn, the more protein I get, uh, it's going to be crazy. I'm going to be huge. Don't don't live by that ever. It's not a good idea. And what's worse is the, I think it's Lenny and Larry's cookies. Those are a death sentence because they're so good and they put you in a food coma immediately after you finish the whole cookie. And they're also terrible nutritionally for you. Yes, absolutely. And I... I don't know, man. They're so good, though. And when you take a bite out of it, you can't stop it. You can't eat. You stop eating it. I just like the denseness of the cookies. Like, I mean, it, you feel like you're eating something as opposed to yeah. some other supplements. Well, and things. the thing with I love protein bars, but they're so it is so jam packed. It's almost like a vitamin ball, <laughs> like just stuff with vitamins where it's like compressed and hard and rough. But when you're eating those Lenny and Larry cookies, they're so soft. They're like mom's soft batch that she would make at home and they're so delicious but they're not good for you not good at all so leaving the food category because i'm sure we could be stuck here all day what other things do you find yourself uh judging yourself on or feeling that someone else would judge you for i think it's just kind of notoriously known that 80s music in general and like that whole decade like a lot of people make fun of it. 70s was defining for some rock and roll and disco had its own unique take and the style may have been unique back then, but the 80s was like a new time that nobody really and nobody liked. You know, they look at the music and it was no they were coming really off all that LSD it. in the 70s and then yeah, they're and doing cocaine in the, the 80s with all the boy bands and all that jazz and uh so the 80s was kind of a filler decade and uh 
it was one of my favorites for some reason. I just enjoyed the 80s. enjoyed all the music huh. from that decade, the style. I just like if I could have been born and experienced my teenage years in like any specific decade, it would be in Yeah, the I think 80s. we were losing you for a second. I couldn't hear you unless that was my headphones. Yeah. <sighs> Man, the 80s. I just I don't know because there's so there are so many good hits out of the 80s. But I feel like that's just a glorification of that decade. I mean, you have your hits, of course, but I'm talking like depth. You know, you're, are you talking about albums hair bands? the whole way through. 80s hair metal can't Ooh. beat it. I don't know, man. The they, police, they definitely overplay the Smiths. that. Up. Oh man. Mm. I mean, you're classic. I respect bands. that. I myself am more of a. Well, I grew up listening to Creed and Nickelback. Gross. So I was, <laughs> I was. Well, I grew up listening to uh, rock rock music in the 90s so pearl jam i'm gonna blank on this already alice in chains mm. um, good good grunge and stuff. then nirvana you know all yeah. that type of music was like your classic 90s music and you would hear all that grow like going into the 2000s and what came after that was kind of poppy rock music it's gotten more poppy and i think everything um, all the genres have become very poppy in their own right when they're on the radio that's just how it is people have to listen to something they can that catches their eye but i would listen to creed i listened to nickelback and i thought that was the music back in the early 2000s i don't know why i don't know it was just it was so man i can't even describe it now well i was like the 10 or 11 years old or whatever so i mean looking back it was certainly a guilty pleasure i think we can agree on that but yeah. is it something that you today uh still kind of listen to i tried going back and memories? i tried going back and listening to nickelback at work like a year ago and i couldn't do it no. i really couldn't do it like I, I think i could i think i could fight through an album but creed i could listen to creed to this day huh. absolutely all day creed Did you go see him live uh and then i would also listen to emo rock music so made a parade and the main is still one of my favorite bands and they've been around since i was 16 that's ideal emo pop music and i was loving it and still will listen to this day one month out of the year all the albums sure to jump i mean to jump on that music bandwagon i'm i'll listen to screamo every once in a while specifically and it's like yeah it's the kind of stuff that just gets you fired up people screaming uh, uh it helps your, your workouts ear. too man definitely helps your workouts and specifically i've been diving lately into japanese death metal and Chinese rap music. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's can't understand a end. word that they're saying, but I think it's like the perfect focus music for work, you know? Well, you I can totally understand someone listening to that They've or listening got, to your headphones and being like, what is going on? Yeah, I mean, the music has like good beats. I mean, it pumps you up and you can't understand a word that they're saying, so you're not necessarily distracted by trying to understand their words. So it's... Uh, been an effective tool to use in the workplace but as far as it being a guilty pleasure i mean i guess you know just the cultural divide people not quite understanding what you're trying to listen to and and why you would even be trying yeah. to listen to it well i've only heard maybe one or two of those japanese death metal bands or songs and i think one was in one of the popular anime that you actually got me hooked on it was the Death, Notebook, Death, Death Note. Note, Death Note, not the Notebook starring <laughs> the Notebook Ryan starring Gosling. Ryan Gosling in anime form. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was the only one I heard, and that was a pretty like I don't know, man. It pumped me up. It was a good song. Yeah, it was a good tune. 
but yeah. I guess that transitions right into another guilty pleasure, at least of mine, is uh, anime. I think yeah, it's definitely not a hundred percent accepted across. Uh, we went a couple years to a comic con, a couple oh, years in dude. Raleigh, and I mean. I was on board for like the comic side and I was just kind of getting more into anime at the time besides your classic Dragon Ball Z that, you know, yeah. all of us kind of grew up on. Right. And just to see the type of people there, I mean... There's people take it seriously. Yeah, they take it very seriously. And the costume aspect of it, I can um, really appreciate the amount of effort that some people yeah. put into it, but man, that's... I think that's some people's lives. I think that is what they are into all the time and that's you know kudos to those people i don't i don't necessarily judge them because of it but i know a lot of people would i mean i don't go quite that far into it but you know you, you find a series every other season or so that's interesting to watch and i've focused more so on you know the action anime or like death note was i, I think i've seen it three or four times through it's 37 episodes which is like you know, five or six hours of viewing, but I've seen it three or four times through. And it's just, it's a psychological thriller that like makes you think the whole time, even though you've seen it before, you just kind of understand the thought process of each character a little more every time you see it. I think it's, it's really, uh, I mean, you can really appreciate the writing done for that TV series because they thought of everything. You know, when you're watching a TV show, you're like, well, why didn't that, why didn't that person do this? Or, that's so silly. No one would ever do this, or they would obviously, you know, consider this. Blah blah blah. But in that show, man, once you think of something that why don't they do that, it happens right away, and it's uh, I don't know, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. So anime, that's a big thing of yours. And if I were to push back on myself, I've seen anime, but I'm more into movies myself, and you know that I'm a big movie buff, and I follow movies day in and day out when movie trailers come out so i wouldn't say that's a guilty pleasure where i stay up to date on the movie news but i do love really bad movies and i love showing them to people who might otherwise not like them and And definitely don't always appreciate them that's right uh so they definitely judge me for liking the room especially i'm sure everyone's heard of the new movie that just came out the disaster artist based off of the original movie in the early 2000s called The Room, which is an absolute disaster, <laughs> which is why the the movie that they recently made was The Disaster Artist. But it is a masterpiece of terrible acting. So I can really get behind how awkward it looks from a viewer standpoint while they're trying to stay in character and read their lines um, and then watching all these cheaply made movies that would come on Sci-Fi Channel. It's so great because you know that someone's trying to give their best performance that they can give, but they're either not a good actor or they're just trying to make money. Or they're and it's, Tara Reed. it's great. <laughs> it's Tara Reed and Sharknado, which I like to add. I, I'll watch a good Sharknado movie, man. Oh, they're day. stupid. They're any stupid, day. but. And the hashtags. Sa- save Tara Reed. Um, but I think one of the better B level horror movies that I've seen. Actually, I don't know if it's one of the better ones, but. It's gotten really. It's got some really good scenes in it. Zombievers, and we sat down and watched this together. And it is, it's on Netflix. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to listen or watch the movie, check it out on Netflix. It's got Bill Burr and uh, John Mayer in the first scene of the movie and the last scene of the movie, and their appearances are definitely worth it. And watch the outtakes at the end of the movie. Absolutely. But 
seeing the beavers throughout the whole movie it's they're so fake too they're so fake but it's it's great i love it i think it's a solid time to at least mention that uh you know having these guilty pleasures isn't an issue like i think that's the whole premise of of what we're getting at with this episode is like you know just be yourself i've been applauded on a number of occasions for being weird and being unique and having these little you know levels of my personality that may be considered guilty pleasures or at least I consider them guilty pleasures and so you know I think that's what we're trying to reinforce here is that it's okay to be different and to embrace it yeah and to like things you know not everybody's going to be into everything that you are and some people are going to judge you based on the things that you like or do but in all honesty it's like who cares what they think yeah it if it rings true to who you are do what makes you happy what makes you passionate at least as a hobby sure. I, you know i know we all have our day jobs yeah uh so, so don't quit your day job and just start being an anime fan i mean i think the reason why i've been able to embrace those little uh unique uh unique qualities that i have is just growing up around my dad who i still consider to this day the weirdest person i've ever met and so it's kind of like, and he tells me that all the time. And my mom says that a lot too, that he was, you know, weird and she has no idea how she ended up with him, but it's, uh, you know, he did they have these, an arranged marriage. No, <laughs> no, but, uh, he had these unique qualities and he just did his own thing and did not care at all about what other people thought. That's good. And, you know, he did well for himself. So yeah. I'm just trying to mold my own way, uh, in that light. So is there anything else? that really strikes you close to home Any as far as a guilty pleasures i mean i've got a good one but i'm kind of saving it for our transition into toilet talk okay well i can go for another one i have quite a few of them one of my favorite things is to sing and i love singing in the shower because it's gives me a nice peace of mind but i understand that there are people who can hear me throughout the house there are so people that who might live be, in the same house as you steven they don't appreciate it they may or may not appreciate it, especially at like six in the morning. Oh man, I'm killing it. Uh, I know that we've had we've had guests come over to the house, and I was showering, preparing for the guests to come, and they've commented on my singing. So that has made me feel a little bit self conscious. Um, maybe not guilty, but definitely self conscious. So along with that, um, that is one of my favorite pastimes. But then I also love going on YouTube, or at least watching videos where people get. Ah, man, I don't really know how to say this without just putting it out there, but people kind of getting hurt. You know, you've, you've harsh, seen, man. well, you've seen uh, ridiculousness, kind of like that. I don't, I don't go out there and do that on a weekly basis. I mean, I've seen videos and I, I think it's funny for obvious reasons. I feel guilty about it because I don't want the person to be hurt in real life, or at least in a serious, in a serious way. Um, one of my all-time favorite things, though, is going on Reddit, and going on Reddit, I see people constantly argue back and forth or burns are thrown at each other and you read some of the best things on reddit because those people are creative i mean we have people in front of their computers all day long reading forums just thinking of the deepest darkest comeback and it's it's so great i love it i love it so much but you know those people might it might hurt their feelings a little bit who cares who doesn't love a good troll? Everyone. Yeah. Oh my God. Trolling is, trolling is great. Unless it happens to you. 
What's the what's the last and what's the big one? All right. So you seem like one of those people who would fart on someone and then just like walk away and then like tee and like laugh at it. And Me? That's weird because I'm pretty sure you have that in the show notes as one of your guilty pleasures. Uh, I just do that to Jackson though. That's my dog. Yeah. He, oh yeah. Actually, yeah. The dog. He does fart. The on podcast my dog, a lot. dog. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Man, he likes it though. He just basks in the cloud he does i mean he's a dog so he like weird. likes unique smells and so he just weirdly Eats enjoys it, it i'm oh. sure but uh to transition here one of my strange guilty pleasures is the satisfaction of peeing sitting down and uh <laughs> as a guy oh, i man. think it's i think guys are a little more critical of other guys for peeing and sitting down um, yeah, we have been blessed with the luxury of peeing standing up. Is that a luxury, though? I mean, I, I honestly, guess, yes. I mean, I've heard it all well, the time your, from at least from women. Yeah, from, from women, they say sometimes you know that's one thing they wish they could do. Is well, that's pee standing up. I guess the biggest thing with that is you don't have to worry about someone's butt cheeks being on that. True, you don't chair. have to. You don't have to touch anything that could yeah. have been contaminated. But right? it, it, especially this is more so when I'm home, um, just peeing sitting down. It's it relaxing. relaxing. Wow. It's, it's you know, yeah. just just fine, especially at night, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night to pee, and you're not peeing all over the seat. Yeah, dude. You so can barely you see what's going on. Yeah. You get to plop down and just kind of like hold your head down. and You almost like fall asleep on the toilet. Oh, I have a great story about that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the most important thing about sitting and peeing is that you're sitting on a toilet seat which just so happens to be our subject for toilet talk. Wow, weird. Ooh, toilet talk. Strange how that hurts. Flush noise. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the flush noise. All right. Did, so, you, li- did you like that? I did. Yeah. That's great. So toilet seats. Oh, man, Who dude. Who even needs them? Who needs them? Plastic, paper, wood. We got them. We got them. The toilet seats emporium. Where we can get your toilets for, for on the dollar. <laughs> I don't know. Recognize revenue sooner with accelerated revenue recognition. By the way, this is Toilet Talk, sponsored by Prune Juice. Don't poop, prune. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. Okay, but um, on a serious note, toilet seats. <laughs> You've seen them. Man, You've dude. been over to different people's houses. You've seen the variety. You've got your regular. You've got your round. You've got... Round. Like, completely circle? Completely round. I mean, they've You've been round seats on round toilets. So... <sighs> I don't know if I've been on it's a more round old toilet. Style. My brother, actually, he bought a house, you know, a couple years ago, and it's very much 60s, 70s. And one of the toilet seats was wood. So, you've got that. Have you seen padded toilet seats? I have. I don't like that. Because that... All right, here. Let me go ahead and tell you my complaint with padded toilet seats. Sweat. Gross. If you sit on the toilet seat longer than five minutes, your butt is accumulating sweat on that toilet seat. So when you leave, someone else is getting that... (laughs) Oh, God. I just smashed my elbow in the chair, and it's so numb right now. Okay. So (laughs) my issue is that... Once you leave, or if someone else leaves and you go use that toilet later, yeah, butt sweat. Someone else's butt sweat on the padding. Someone I don't put like their it. Sweat equity into that toilet seat. That's right, and it's going up, up, up in value. Absolutely. So I think we're fair to say that, like, just a standard toilet seat 
Well, what's standard? Plastic? I don't think it's plastic. Maybe it's plastic. Yeah, I think it's there, plastic. There is right? pla- There are plastic toilet seats, and then there are porcelain? porcelain toilet seats. Is that different from what the porcelain is the, the material that the toilet's made out of? Yeah. I feel they're, like they're, at least the ones in my house, yeah, are plastic. I'm pretty sure that there are porcelain toilet seats, but then plastic is, I think we have plastic toilet seats. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty standard. I mean, I'm cool with that. But what do you, how do you feel about so in the toilet seat itself, it's the inner the inner part there's a groove, right? Oh, and yeah. it's and it's slanted inward or concaved contoured. It's concaved down. up if you're if you're looking at yeah, the bottom of the toilet, right? Yeah. And so I guess you're sliding in that groove. Your legs are supposed to kind of get inside that groove and it, maybe there's like some science behind it of it helps you use the bathroom. Who knows? Easier. I think we need to do an experimentation where we use different types of toilets. That's That would be good. Um, except for work toilets because those are the worst. Yeah. Speaking of work toilets or public toilets in general, I mean, you've got your toilet seats on there. You know, it's not the greatest situation. Oh, man. Porta potties, the worst. So are you, are you a coverer? Do you cover the toilet seat in toilet paper? If they have the disposable toilet seat covers, do you use those? Is that... I kind of wrap up in toilet paper and then wipe everything down Mm. and that's not that's honestly not the best solution because if you think about it where you're spreading the germs of whatever the leftover whatever is so you're probably doing the best of patting it down but i don't use public bathrooms enough to really have a strategy Mm. so what What about what do you do technological advance i mean i just i i just go for it you know you got to do your business i'm in there i'm out I'm a pretty uh you're not you're in you're not in for the luxury. I'm a methodical guy. I'm a I'm a pretty regular guy. So I get in there and I'm out of there within like 2 minutes. It's not it's not a drawn out process. I mean, I wish that was the a case. I mean, if in worst case scenario when you're looking at like a like a concert restroom and you really just got to use it, you know, you're hovering. <laughs> That's true, man. Those are the most disgusting bathrooms. You just avoid the toilet seat altogether. Anything at a bar? anything in a concert i don't know but what, what about you know the technological advances they've made we talked about you know wooden seats we've talked about padded and regular and round but what about like heated toilet seats that's a popular mm-hmm. thing now i'm not i'm not for it no. Ab- nope me either not even close it's kind of the idea that it makes me feel uncomfortable yeah and it reminds me too much of using public restrooms where Ooh. You know, you sit down and the seat's You know still someone's warm. been there. Ugh, no. You know that someone's been camping out on your seat. They were making marshmallows. Gross. They were cooking some canned beans. Well, obviously, that's why they're on the toilet, because they ate them beans. Disgusting. But, I, I mean, I totally agree with that sentiment that the, the warm feeling reminds you that, man, this is, like, unnatural. For me, this is full disclosure, too much information... I like it cold, man. Yeah. For some reason, it just it comes. It's like a. It's a. a, The bowel process is more smooth when it's a colder room. Quick vote: Don't heat the seat. Nope. If anything, AC the seat up. Can we get some AC toilet seats? Yeah, let's get a little fan. That would be nice, man. Have like a fan from the toilet blowing up. I don't know how that would happen because then it would blow the smell up. Ooh, that's a great idea. But they also have toilet seats that automatically raise and lower very That's common actually in japan um, lazy it, it's lazy but it keeps oh, you from touching from stuff. touching it but yeah but you could also grab like 
You could grab a little extra slip of toilet paper and pick it up. You're washing your hands after you use the bathroom anyways. I think the biggest thing for me is putting uh, hand sanitizer in the bathroom. Or in the stall with you. Absolutely. Because when you get done... That's a subject for another day. I know, but, you know, you're touching that handle. And have you seen recently uh, toilet seat nightlights? So you I go have to seen bed. that. Yeah, yeah. I, think I saw it on Amazon or something. Definitely. Have everything. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they're actually different colors. So like when the seat is lowered, it's red. So it says, "Don't sit down," or when the seat is raised, it's red. So it's an alert that says, "Don't sit down" because you're gonna sit and fall directly into the toilet. Well, most people would. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's green when yeah. the toilet seat is down, so you know you're you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So toilet seat technology on the rise, with the exception. Of the rising temperature, heated seats. No mm-hmm. thanks. Let's get a let's get an AC. Let's do that. If if you can heat it up, let's cool it down. You know, it's it's basically a sleep number for your toilet. Love it. Yep. Let's make so it if you guys are patting it out there, go make a patent and go for it. I'm giving you f- full rights. Yeah. Take it. Take it, it. Run Take with it, it from us, man. I just want to benefit from it. Send it over to the My Shot of Life podcast building page page i don't know way to go just send it over to us we'll try it out so we'll give a review of that while we're drinking a beverage while we're reviewing your patent ideas for toilet seat modifications i think we can also review the whiskey of the day blanton special reserve oh man i don't know i didn't like it as much as original i agree there was something about it whenever it started when the water started melting a little bit the ice (laughs) Yeah, you're right. When the ice started melting a little bit, what I meant to say, if I can talk. The whiskey's getting to him. (laughs) The whiskey's getting to me, guys. One glass. It's not what I used to be. When the ice started melting, I had, it was some sort of, I don't want to say bitter. I can't even think of the right term right now. Earlier, whenever we were talking, I had the the perfect adjective for it. It just gave me a wrong impression of Mm. the type of drink it was, and I didn't like it. I'll agree. I mean, not 100% certain what we rated the Blantons, but I would certainly pay a little bit extra to purchase the Blantons' original single barrel. Which one was more expensive? The regular Blantons. Okay. Well, that would make sense. And it depends where you live, but... Was it $10 more for... It's not Uh, a handle either. It's like like a... It's about $15 more for the Blantons' original. Okay. Which I think is worth it. It's the same amount too, isn't it? Yeah, same size bottle. Well, guys, if you're looking for better whiskey out of the two, we're going to say original. I mean, that's that's the way to go, honestly. I think that's a good way to end the episode. Um, Remember to take your shot uh, and be yourself. You know, don't let the guilty pleasures get you down. Don't let other people's judgments affect who you are and what you're into. Just go out and do you. All I got to say is if there are furries out there, and they're you know they're getting love you can get love with whatever you love true you know that. what i mean i said love too much but you know what i meant it's just we so, love you guys so much. we love you guys uh thank you so much for supporting the podcast and giving it a listen if you feel so inclined please rate and leave us a review on itunes it really helps drive popularity and exposure don't forget to check out our website myshotoflife.com and give us a follow on social media at my shot of life on both Twitter and Instagram. Check out our YouTube channel, where in addition to iTunes and SoundCloud, we will be posting our episodes each week. 
Feel free to reach out to us through our various outlets with comments and suggestions on future episode topics, as well as different drinks to try and rate. We're signing off. I'm Steven. And I am Victor. And remember, drinks are always better with friends. Friends.